Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Hey, Inspired Actioneers. Welcome back. Yeah, it's great that everyone's here. Thank you for listening. This is Pod 27, and we're going to do something today we haven't done yet. We're going to answer an online question from one of our listeners. Yes, and I'm so excited because we really have been getting some great questions. But this one question is so big. We think it'll be an entire podcast. How big is it? This is so big. (laughs) (laughs) It's so big. No, it's a good question. So, you know, please keep the audio questions coming. Just grab your phone, hit the voice memo, ask us anything, and we will answer it online and send it to questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com and you know what here's the thing Lita if we use a question online they're going to get a super cute inspired action t-shirt yay (laughs) we will send it to you we're going to completely send it on us we're going to pay for the the t-shirt we're going to pay for the shipping handling we just want you to be part of the show and that is what we're going to do with the questions so this is very cool Jay and also please if you're digging the podcast take a moment and rate and write a review and download this episode. Okay, well, maybe more than a moment, maybe like a minute. I don't okay. know what a moment is, but it sounds like just like a second. But no, take a minute, rate and review, download. It's a small way that you as a listener can help us reach more people who maybe want to listen. And I always tell people, you know, writing a review could just be love it. It doesn't have to be like a big, long, existential, you know, description of the podcast and why. Yeah, just five stars, love it, download it. Because yeah. that's how they kind of put us on the list and we're trying to get up higher on the list so more people will discover the podcast. Yeah. And, you know, remember, at the end of the podcast, if you want to find out what we're listening to on Audible, ooh, it's so good this week. Actually, it's so good this week. You're going to want to listen. You know, we listen to it, and you can listen to what we're listening to for free, completely free. So listen to the end of the podcast to get more details and find out what we're listening to this week on Audible. Okay, Lita, are you ready for the question? I am. Are you really ready? I'm really ready. I know we've already heard it. So we're going to let everyone else hear the question now. So here's the question. Hi, Lita. Hi, Jay. This is Jill. I love your podcasts. They're really good. They're chock full of great information. Um, I've known, you know, a lot of this before, but I'm learning even more. And you guys are so funny. You are so entertaining. So it's a really great podcast, and I'm sure that you're helping many, many people, including myself. I just finished listening to episode 17, and I have a couple questions for you. So I know my stack up pretty well, and um, my first element is fire, but I'm a small intestine fire, so I don't completely identify with everything that you talked about in the fire episode, even though I know that I'm fire. There, I have no doubt about it. But there are differences between, I think it's maybe the heart fire and the small intestine fire. So I would really like to know more about that to help me understand myself better and to help me understand how to use it in the world those are my questions and my comments and um, you guys are doing great so thank you and that's it bye first of all thank you so much jill that's a great question as promised we're going to send you an inspired actioneer 
podcast t-shirt. So we're going to be in touch with you and we will get your, all your information and all that good stuff and we'll send it out to you. And we hope you like it. I wear mine almost every day. I know, super nerdy. <laughs> you are super nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we love this question, Jill, because we've been wanting to explain the different types of each of the five elements. And this question really is a great question. So Lita, I think this question is the entire topic today, like we kind of hinted at. So why don't you start it off and tell me what you think? Yes. Okay, it does warrant a longer discussion. The first thing we need to explain is that up until now, we We've only been talking about the five element types, but with everything that's Chinese philosophy, nothing is as simple as it of looks. Of course not. I guarantee it. If you get into anything Chinese philosophy, be prepared to be confused for a while. But everything in Chinese philosophy goes deeper than what's at the surface. And so, of course, it just can't be as simple as I'm fire. As Jill pointed out in her question, it has to be, well, what type of fire or what type of wood? So now that our listeners are getting more and more comfortable with their elemental types, let's go further into the, um, I don't know, we could call them subtypes. Uh, that's kind of boring. Let's come up with another name. How about the middle of the Oreo? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. I like that. The filling? Yeah, the, the Oreo filling? filling? Okay, <laughs> the so Oreo filling. let's go with the Oreo filling. <laughs> okay, so perfect. That That's just great. Okay, so each of the elements breaks down into two filling types, Oreo <laughs> filling types, like it's chocolate and vanilla. No, they ex- do have that, I think. Yeah. Except fire. Fire is the extra special subtype or type of filling because it gets four types, of which Jill is one of those four types, as right, she so mentioned. Maybe we should do a recipe, and those are the <laughs> ingredients, because yeah. maybe that's because you don't. Well, you know, double stuff. Yeah, double, double stuff. stuff Oreos. Yeah. Okay, so we'll stick with the Oreos. So the fires are the double, the double stuff. stuff yeah. but they are the quadruple right. stuff. They're the quadruple. Okay. Stuff. Okay. <laughs> all right. So stick uh, with us. You know, everyone's going to want to go eat Oreos now, but no. So all right. So let's go again. Go with the Oreo as a double stuff. Right. And the, okay. So. I'm, now I'm a little off. Yeah, well, and people are probably scratching their heads because it's like small intestine. What? What the heck is that? Yeah, yeah. You let's know? go. So let's explain so that a little bit. It's like it's like it's like if you think about small intestine types, it's 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 like you are a fire. If you're the fire element, yeah, it's like having a fire person who's all the things we described. And something additional where they like to sort. So we're going to talk a lot before we get back to the small intestine type. So Jill, be patient. We're going to talk about your type, but we have to explain a lot more first. Yeah, so. that's great. So just chill, Jill. <laughs> Jill, just <laughs> chill. chill. Jill. <laughs> and we're going to get to it. Everyone else listening. So you, everyone has their types. And then we have like a, another level of types. Yeah. So subtypes or the double stuff, all the stuff. Okay. So let me get a little bit more nerdy on Chinese medicine. I'm a nerd too. Okay. So... <laughs> In but Chinese, you're not wearing your shirt today, which is like the super my, nerdy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to remedy that. Okay. So you see in Chinese medicine, there are 12 main organs and, and you can also think of them as energy meridians. So you've probably, if you've done any acupuncture or anything like that, they'll talk to you, oh, your liver, you know, and they'll talk to you about your liver and you're like, or well, a gallbladder or, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, so, Chinese medicine, 12 main organs, 12 main energy meridians in the bottom. Okay, so that's good. And then each meridian of the body has an organ associated with it and an element. Okay, so now we're tying into the five elements. Yes. 
Yes. Okay, so what about wood? What do I what what is the good thing for wood? Of course. We have, we to, have start to start with, with wood first. Sorry, Jill on fire. <laughs> Gotta go wood first. No. Okay. So wood it breaks down into the liver and gallbladder types. So Jay leans more into the liver type while some other people have more gallbladder tendencies. Okay, so people still have no idea what that means. Not at all. Okay, <laughs> so let's, let's try to, you know, bring it to more understanding. I don't want to say dumb it down, but I'm feeling like if I didn't know this, I would need you to dumb it down a little bit. <laughs> okay, so let's not worry about the organ names. Let's just say every element, except fire has this weird exception, has a part that's more active and does stuff. Okay, so we have the double stuff on yeah. every element but fire. Right. <laughs> okay. So they have two aspects. So for wood, the double stuff is liver or gallbladder. Yes, but let's okay. let's make it simpler than that because the organs are going to get confusing. So let's just say there's a yin part and a yang part. Okay, I got that. I can follow that. Yeah, and remember, we talked about yin and yang a lot in this podcast. So just to refresh your memory, yang is everything outward and expansive and expressive and yin is everything more condensed and downward and maybe inward or shy or you know not okay so, so for wood and the gallbladder that's the yang and if the liver is the yin yes okay exactly so what you're saying for the wood the yang pot is the gallbladder and right. then the liver is the ying and that's the quiet the storing yes okay. so yeah so you said something really important so the liver is quieter yeah and it's not so focused on doing. So the gallbladder is all about doing, and the liver does something called storing. So what are they? What are we storing? Energy. Yes. So the physical liver is storing blood. We know that from Western medicine. That's very you know uh, obvious uh, thing to think about. It stores the blood. It also stores, though, on the mental, emotional levels, all of your big plans and vision for what's going to be done next. And so it's not the little to-do lists that we write every day. It's the grand plan, the big dream, okay. like a blueprint for a house. All right, so I get that, but let's take another look. How does that look in a wood, wood person? Okay, so a lot of the big bossy wood types, they're very vision oriented. The reason they can hold the offices of like the CEO or the president is that they hold the dream for the company. They're the captains of the ship. And then the person that the captain delegates to is the gallbladder person. Okay, so I'm going to go right to Star Trek and I'm thinking Picard. <laughs> yes. So Picard says, make it so, number one. So Picard is the liver yes. and Riker, yes. who's number one, is the gallbladder. Yes, okay. yes. So all you Star Trekkies out there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Either you're a Picard or you're a Riker. <laughs> Now you have the liver person who's decided what the vision is and where the course for the ship will go, right? right? That yeah. is Picard. Yeah. And then you have the gallbladder person who's going to come along and actually make the to-do list and execute all the plans. And that's Which number is, one. That's right, girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you don't want to be number two. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Number two is just a shitty job. It's a very right. shitty okay, job. Okay, so all right. <laughs> you don't have to do a lot of Star Trek. But okay. So, all right. So does the gallbladder person actually do everything or anything? That's a great question because it seems like it, but no, actually, they're still very woody people. And remember that wood people love to delegate. So number one didn't run down to the engine room and do Scotty's job, right? No. Nope. You know? Boy, we are on the trekkie yeah. today. Okay. <laughs> he used his little communicator and told Scotty what to do. So yeah. 
<laughs> so Gobbler just makes the to-do list and delegates the orders. And, you know, that's ideal. Now, many would people end up being their own minions in reality because there's no one around to do, to boss around and get them to do stuff. Sure, those always make the worst employees too. <laughs> <laughs> They're disgruntled from the beginning and, you know, they're telling themselves what to do. And you do that. No, you do that. No, I'm doing that. I'm doing that first. <laughs> Sounds like multiple personalities. That's right. Sure. Well, you have to have someone to boss around, right? Yes. I'm not sure we got it come crystal clear, but let's keep moving on and see if we can clear some things up as we move through the elements. That's great. So okay. let's do, what do you want to do next? Well, let's skip over fire. Usually okay. we do yep. fire after so wood. Let's go Sorry, to Jill. <laughs> yep. We're going to make you wait like water. We're going to make you wait. Okay. So let's talk about earth. So what are the types of earth? Okay, so we have the stomach types and the spleen types. And the stomach is the the hardworking yang one, and the spleen is the one that's more uh, sitting back and not as involved. And and I'm going to talk about what they they hold. They store something. But let's talk first about maybe the stomach type. So we, I have a friend who is the perfect stomach type. Now, first of all, the stomach people are going to be thinking a lot. So they're not just digesting food. Now, you know, the stomach digests food all day long. And so it's constantly working, but mentally they're also digesting stuff. So processing. Yeah, they're just constantly thinking. And if you like to, you know, talk on the phone, you want to like call up your earth friend and just like chat all day because they will talk and talk and talk. They love to like analyze you know, people in their lives, their spouses, problems, all their problems, challenges, their kids. Yeah. You can spend hours on the phone with that. Yeah. And they also, you can uh, look at body types to decide if someone's more stomach or more spleen because the earth people who are more tall and thin by nature, not just because they're like starving themselves or something, if they're tall and thin by nature, then they're likely to be more stomach. And if they're a bit fleshier, a bit rounder, they're probably more the spleen types. And so the spleen person, um, you know, I have this this person that I know who's spleen and she's just really present, loves to listen, loves to laugh. So she's really involved in and talkative as well, but not so much that analysis all the time, like they're digesting these thoughts, much more laid back listening involved but not quite as as much so they still analyze but maybe they're more of a listener and being present yes and they like to talk so just maybe not quite as over analyzing exactly exactly and they like really big thoughts so they're not as involved in their everything their kids are doing and stuff like that they're more like philosophical they like ideas so it's really that they're holding they're storing these big thoughts these big ideas they're the philosophers of the world <laughs> so maybe that's it maybe it's like the holding ideas versus the processing ideas that's it that's yeah. exactly we it. know we all know about processing emotions earth earth people love to process so it gets it that's more of the stomach types yeah the okay. processing yep so let's take a break here it's rare that you'll get a person who is totally yin or totally yang i just thought i would say that because every earth person is going to be a continuum between these two like 
some more stomach, some more spleen, but they have qualities of both. I think for me, you know, I, I, I lean more towards the liver or the yin type, yet I definitely have characteristics of the gallbladder yang for sure. Yeah. I mean, you love making to-do lists. Remember, we talked about yeah. that in a podcast. So Yeah. I so, do to-do lists. I used to do to-do lists for my to-do list, but now I kind of <laughs> right. only occasionally, I have the bigger vision to-do list and then I my day just kind of unfolds. But all right, so let's talk about metal. Okay. So metal is probably the most confusing because we often talk about them as very yin anyway. So now we're going to get more distinctive about what that means. So what's their double stuff? So their double stuff is the lungs and the colon. So it's lungs or colon. And now we're understanding that's a little bit of each. Right. Okay. And yes, just remember, there's always a continuum. So someone might be more lung or someone might be more colon, but they have aspects of each. And now with metal, there's a big difference because the large intestine colon, I should say, colon types are the talkers. So even for metals where we say they're more quiet, we have this aspect of metal that can be very talkative. And those colon types are sometimes the hardest to figure out. We think, oh, maybe their stomach because they're talking so much and thinking so much. But there's a very different um, way that they are. And I'll explain that in a minute. So like at a party, we think of the metal sort of sitting in a corner, maybe talking to one person at a time. Well, the colon metals might be way more outgoing. So that's that can be a little confusing. They would even like maybe dance at the party. Oh my God, yes, like heaven forbid, yes. yes, yes. No, actually the colon they love types to dance. love to dance. I, I mean, I've, I've characterized in the past that metals sometimes refuse to dance and it is true, but I think they they secretly love to dance. Yeah, they love to do the dirty dancing. <laughs> yes, yeah, they, oh yeah. They do, they like Someday to get Someday we'll down. do a five element dance thing for sure. <laughs> yes, and I know this is a little odd, but the colon is in the lower part of the body. And when you dance metal, you actually have to bend your knees and like activate that lower half of the body. So that's why it's dirty dancing. Well, it I've has seen two metal people do that. It's dirty dancing. <laughs> it is, it's like <laughs> and a they grinding, love it. Yes, you know. Yes, like <laughs> so that's a very good characteristic of metal. Yeah. And and let's talk a little bit more about the colon um in the in the world. It they're the recyclers. So it's like you think of the colon as like getting rid of the poop, right? It's like the garbage. But the most important part of waste disposal is making sure that nothing good gets thrown away. Kind of like looking for the diamonds and the crap yes, or whatever, the yes. gems and the poop. Okay, yes, not exactly. not a good visual. Sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Like you, you, someone needs to do that. Like, okay, you remember the the found object art that was so big? Oh, it's still it's around. Still really definitely, big, yeah. yeah. And so, if you love that kind of art, you love to take old things that are just basically junk and turn them into gems, meaning art, then you might have some colon aspects for sure. yourself. That's not to say every found object artist is metal, right? Right. I mean, I think but actually... There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. And I think actually they we're going to be talking about small intestine fire in a while. And, and Do you think it's because they like to hold on to stuff? Yeah. <laughs> they find things, they hold on they to them. They get constipated. <laughs> I'm talking about the art, <laughs> not the pooping. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but they hold, they like to find things and hold on to them. And yeah. now they have a vehicle, they put them in that in found the, art. Right. Because oh, yeah, they yeah. want to recycle everything. 
Yeah, that's and cool. the small intestine fire people have a little bit of that aspect too. And I have a good friend who's small intestine who's a found amazing found art uh, artist, found object artist in California. Oh, that's and a tough one. Found object artist. <laughs> no, I, I stumbled. Foa. Over that. There we go. I just shortened it. Foa. Yeah. <laughs> FOA, yes. So he's an FOA artist and he's fire. And the reason that's, I mean, small intestine, large intestine, the body have similar functions. So that might but be But he why. definitely, he has metal up there for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Okay, so there's um, more, uh, there's the more outgoing aspect of metal, right? So we've, we just talked about the colon, that's outgoing yang type. And um, they're evaluating whether things are good or bad. And they're trolling through all this stuff and finding the gems in the poop. <laughs> and they're more outgoing. <laughs> yes. And also they're the, the, all metals are historians. So the ones that can find the important gems, those are you know, on the metal continuum more towards the colon. Okay. And the lungs, you know, the lungs are the yin type. So they're holding on to something. So what do the lungs hold? So literally speaking, they hold awareness. It's like that watching that metal does. They physically hold the air. Well, the lungs hold the air in your lungs, right? And so we could say that the lungs are the source of all our energy because when we breathe, we're gathering our chi and our energy. And so the lung people are quiet because they're breathing and they're full of air. Sure, sure. Well, <laughs> maybe hot air. No. <laughs> well, no. actually, I think that would be the fire people yeah. like spouting you know, <laughs> all this. Maybe they're holding like space of like service. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, they're not like blowing steam like waters, right? They're just trying to like hold that space and allowing yeah. the rest of us to have our little things going on and they're watching and waiting and they're witnessing, like you said, the historians yeah. watching the history, being of service when they're needed. Yeah, being of service is really important, Jay, actually, that you brought that up. And all metal people, that's a big quality. And I think the lung people, especially because they're quieter and watching, they show up when you need them. And they're just like really available to help with whatever you need help with. Um, and so the, again, the, the colon types are the more talkative and the me metal lung types are sit back and watch more. All right. So how about water? Let's talk about water. Okay. So the yang type of water is the bladder and the yin type is the kidney. So the double stuff is the bladder and the kidney. Yes. Okay. And so these are the easiest to tell, like water in general, it's the easiest to tell the difference between the yang and the yin because the bladders are the ones that we describe as the really active. Fast waters. Fast waters. Yes. And, and also like all the other elements, they are a bit thinner, a little less fleshier. Um, and in terms of like, you actually, do, all waters, you don't actually see their bones much, but um, because water is a little bit like fuller, like more water in your skin. But in terms of the difference between the two waters, you'll see much more boniness in the bladder type and fleshier in the water type. Okay, and so, so, yeah, so I was going to say, so what are the bladders doing? Like, Okay. The characteristics of that. Right. So in general, um, the bladders are in constant motion and they're easily distracted by so many things. So they're literally doing everything. And the kidneys, 
they just are sitting back more and they are active when they want to be, but they're also those couch potato waters that we talk about. And while they're just sitting there thinking, they're, they're really actually quite ambitious. That's what they hold, your ambition. Yeah. And they're thinking ahead about all the potential possibilities. So maybe that not getting the creating creating the vision like wood. Right. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a real difference between holding a vision and having ambition. They sound the same, but but basically, waters are open to all possibilities, whereas wood picks a point and heads towards it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it takes it all in too. Yeah. I mean, it takes it all in. Okay. Great. So, so the, let's talk about what we unfortunately call the slow waters. Yeah. So Sorry. The, <laughs> the slow waters are still ponds and are slowly babbling brooks. They're not rushing around. They're not like tsunamis and rushing rivers. They're really um, just basically waiting. They're waiting for the moment to move. And and when they move, they look just like a bladder person. Both are amazing in emergencies. I just had a water person come in the other day who was like, you know, I had this horrible thing. I had to like be totally on. And I just have to say, I'm great in emergencies. And I said, I say that all the time about water people. So that was cool. Like she really stepped up and she was the point person in an emergency. And it's perfect. And that's all waters. But... But other than that, the the activity level of bladders is like that all the time. Yeah. I think for me, identifying water is the easiest, either slow or fast, because you can really see how a person moves through the world energetically. Yeah. But they, but you're right. If they have something to do quickly, they can just go right into that. All right. So it's time. Let's do fire. Thank you for waiting, Jill, for here's the answer to your question. Drum roll. That was a horn, but okay. <laughs> just imagine it was a drum roll. Right. So why does fire get four? You know, and, and my answer would be quad stuffs because we're so great. Ah. <laughs> but no, it's because the heart is so great and the heart belongs to the fire element. And because there are 12 meridians and there's only 10, um, well, there's only five elements, so two times five would be 10 total. We had to come up with two more. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what, why it's that way. But um, because everything Chinese medicine is about is a little tricky. Yeah. So, All right. So there's four types yes. of fire. So we're going to grope them into two groups. Did you say grope them? Grope them. No, <laughs> no I didn't Sorry, fire people. We're not going to grope you. Well, we always say they're a little more sexual. Yeah, really. <laughs> we're going to no, grope grup- them. Don't grope anyone, please. Not this Me Too generation. Don't grope no anyone. No groping. We're going to group them. <laughs> okay, so what are the four groups? Okay, there's four total, two groups. So there's the heart group and the heart protector group. Okay. Okay. So I I think I got that, but let's talk a little bit for people who don't quite get it. Let's talk about the heart protector group. Yeah. So you probably can imagine what the heart is, but the heart protector group is, we we need to explain a little more. So let's go back a couple, couple centuries ago. Sure. Let's go back a couple (laughs) centuries. (laughs) In Chinese medicine, they only had one heart meridian and then they decided they needed two. So they created one for the inner heart which is kind of the actual physical heart with the chambers where the blood flows through. And then they said the outer heart, which is the membrane that surrounds the heart, it, which is anatomically called the pericardium, they said that is another heart. So now you have two hearts. One is the physical actual heart and one is the heart protector. 
which is the pericardium. That's great. So we know fires are vulnerable and sensitive and their feelings can get easily hurt. So the heart protector, the outer, is where they block that? Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. So all those nasty comments that fire people hate, all the barbs, you know, they can live in this mean world because they have a heart protector to protect them. All right. I get that. I'm with you. So let's talk a little bit more. Give us a little bit of the difference between the heart types and the heart protector types. Okay. Oddly, you'd think the heart protector types would be less vulnerable, vulnerable, uh, but they're the most vulnerable. Like you'd think the heart protector would, would just protect you and you'd be tough. But it's unfortunately the opposite. Um, So evidently protecting your heart actually makes you more sensitive. So we talked a lot about how fire people can be really sensitive. So it's particularly the heart protector types. And it's like when we talk about stage two of alchemy, when we talked about that in a few podcasts ago, we said, remember, the best protection is no no protection. protection. That was the big truth bomb. Remember that? Yeah. So when you're so good and confident in yourself and you don't listen to all those mean people, you don't even need to protect. If you're protecting, then you're going to get hurt. Yeah. So the best protection is no protection. So the heart protector types are vulnerable and easily hurt. Yes. Okay. Heart types are a little less vulnerable. I mean, all fires are somewhat vulnerable, but the heart types are less so. And they're more just about existing in the world without pissing someone off because oddly the heart people are by nature called the supreme controllers they're like the emperors and other people don't like that and they actually get irate and mad at the heart people for what seems to be like no reason and the heart people are fortunately for them very very rare in the world and so their lives are really challenging in general until they start to figure out who they are and what it's about. And so we say they're like the mirror to everyone else's soul. And a lot of people don't like seeing their reflections. Yeah. So if we go back to that continuum of being a little of both, so that could definitely come to play. So where does Jill's small intestine question come into play? Are we, you know, we're saving this question to the last. The very last. We're really like really holding on there. (laughs) Thank you for listening. That might be a little trick now. Okay. (laughs) Keep you listening. So we have these two groups, the one that's more vulnerable the heart protector group and the one that's less vulnerable, the heart group. So Jill is called small intestine and she belongs with the heart type. And the reason she had a hard time identifying with all of the characteristics of fire is she's a little less vulnerable than some other people. And small intestines have another quality that they are constantly sorting They sort everything. It's their job to sort for the body. So once the food gets gets sort of digested, it gets delivered to the small intestine. The small intestine says, oh, this is crap. Let's send it to the colon. Or this is good. Let's, Let's do something with it. And so the small intestine is constantly sorting. Clear, cloudy, we call it in Chinese medicine. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. And so like if you eat a banana, you're not actually gonna digest every part of that banana. In fact, very little of it, a lot of it is going to get pooped out. And so what are the nutrients? What are the things that we can actually take and utilize that can become us? And the small intestines in charge of that. And so it's a great So they're in charge future. of eating bananas? I don't get that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, they're in charge of taking the best, the oh, very yeah, best okay. of the banana. I like that. <laughs> they And there's this Okay, kind of esoteric thing, but it's beautiful. And since Jill's small intestine, I have to tell the story. Sure. So the heart 
is uh, obviously your emperor, the, the, the master supreme controller of you. And it needs like a sidekick. And the sidekick is the small intestine. And we like to call it the ear of the heart. So the ear of the heart is literally listening to every single thing around you, constantly evaluating whether it's good or bad. And because we, we think of it like an ear, we think of it as everything has a vibration in the world. And so if you translate that, if you just imagine that everything around you, this cup that I'm drinking out of, this microphone I'm talking to you, has its own song which is a vibration, right? Sure. So my cup has a song, my mic has a song, my glasses have a song, this table has a song, and the small intestine knows the song of the heart. It knows what that music is. So it's listening very carefully to all these other things, and it says, oh, this cup has beautiful music. It matches so well with the heart. There's resonance there. It sounds beautiful, these two things together. So this cup is a good cup, and this this uh, table over here isn't a good table for, for, for me because the song of that table creates dissonance and discord discordance. And it sounds yeah. horrible with my heart music. So a small intestine person's constantly saying, no, get that away from me. That is not good for me. And they're, they're turning to something else and saying, oh, this is magnificent. This is how I need to do it. This is perfect because that, function of the small intestine hears the resonance and the beauty of the things that match it does sound a little exhausting though it oh tell me about it yeah it that's really i'm like is. oh boy that's a lot okay yeah. and my mother is small intestines you should say that because she doesn't listen to the podcast oh, i think she does now oh well <laughs> maybe she'll, secretly i'll say nice things so okay. anyway my my mother is this amazing small intestine person and she goes out in the world like full on she's just like everything is amazing and beautiful and but when she's going through like a store it is constant sorting one second she picks up this shirt the next second she's picking up this bowl the next sick and she's going look 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 at this amazing thing so her small intestine is constantly constantly evaluating i think it's exhausting but i don't think she does um no i don't think she does either yeah but so. it's exhausting to watch but a beautiful thing <laughs> yes. it's it's her being authentic yes Great. all right so i hope that answers your question jill and i know you put a second question on your big question but we're going to actually use that for another podcast because we have a couple other questions that fit in perfectly with that so you'll have to wait Yes. To hear that question, the second part of your yes. question. And we forgot one more of the four types. Oh, well, let's not forget that. So let's that. go back. Okay. okay. So there is one more very rare fire type called triple heater. And I'm not going to go into what that means because it doesn't even have a physical organ, but it's one of the meridians, one of the 12 meridians. And the triple heater one is like the pericardium one, very vulnerable but they're party animals. So they are like excessively out in the world. A little bit like small intestine is like constantly evaluating the world. They're not really evaluating. They're just like full on being with people, talking to people, just like really That also sounds exhausting. It is exhausting. And those are very rare. Okay. So on the continuum, if you're fire, are you like a little of all of them? Do they go back and forth no, or you just, how does that work? There's actually like two continuums, those two groups. So the heart protector triple heater is one group. 
And the small intestine heart is another group. So what you're looking at is how vulnerable is that pericardium person? Yeah. If they're very, very vulnerable, they're mostly heart protector. If they're really like, like they like to be on stage constantly, then they're more triple heater. Okay. And on the heart side, the heart people are are the ones that have the least amount of friends for a fire person, which is still a ton of friends. Sure. But they're quieter and more holding, storing uh, their spirit. And the small intestine people are way out in the world, active, you know, constantly sorting while they're doing that. But they're much more involved, less vulnerable in general. Both, both of them are less vulnerable. It's not really about vulnerability, heart and small intestine. It's about... Uh, being like quiet and just sitting and holding that yin type or being really active. Small intestines are so mentally active because yeah. they have that ear listening constantly. Sure, sure. So All right, well, that's a great way. So if you're thinking about your element, think about where you are, different double stuffs on each element. Yes. And then you can also, again, if you want to send us a question, do a voice memo, or if you're not into that, email it to us. So email it to Questions. questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com and we are listening to them all and we're trying to group them into shows yes. so thank you Jill for that question we really loved it I hope that helped a lot of people answer what they were thinking and I just thought of some good homework for people sure let's do homework I think that sometimes when you're first learning the elements it can be confusing because you don't quite feel like you match the element 100% and that was Jill's question she's like mm -hmm. I don't really totally resonate with what you said and that's because, generally speaking, fire people are vulnerable. And Jill's like out in the world doing stuff. And she's, you know, she's the small intestine type. So she didn't feel quite resonating with what we were talking about. So I would like everyone to think about, hopefully by now, you know your element. If you don't, hop on the Facebook group and talk to us. We'll help you figure yeah. it out. We or, and go back to yeah. listen to the five element shows. Yeah. We have a lot of them now. Okay. Yeah, join us on our Facebook group, Inspired Action Podcast, um, and and there we can talk about it if you don't know. If you know your element, but you're kind of like, I I never really quite resonated with all of it, then uh, your homework is go and think about, are you the bladder or are you the kidney? Or if you're wood, are you liver or gallbladder? And that's going to probably resolve any questions you have. Yeah, so go back it. and re-listen to the show yeah. <laughs> and, and figure out what you are and how your continuum goes. So yes. that's a great place to stop for yeah. today. And again, send us your questions, send us anything you want us to cover. We're also taking some suggestions for episodes down the road for the pods and that's it so here's what we're listening to this week so stay tuned to find out what is on this week for audible and how you can get it for free okay it's time later to talk about our book this week it's very exciting i know i picked this one um it's not our usual book it's not the old self-help how to do kind of those kind of books this is another book that we picked and it is sarah borellis and it's called sounds like me and i love it because i've never had a book where someone sings in the recording no, of she the really sings she sings the chapter heading she talks about all different songs i mean if you're a sarah borellis fan you're gonna like this book it's not really they call it a memoir but i think it's more like a kind of like i don't know listen to her have a conversation or having a conversation with her she kind of talks right to you about herself and uh, just for our five element uh, enthusiasts, she is wood and then fire, we think. We've spent a little bit of time listening to her voice and... Her music is definitely wood. And her wood lyrics are yes. definitely wood. I and mean... I, th I think that she's uh, very much wood, probably fire, maybe yes. water third. She's pretty much 
such a, a carbon copy of Jay's yes. element. <laughs> so. Except, of course, she can sing. <laughs> right. Oh, right. There yeah, you maybe so we, we should yeah. request some. Sarah, I need singing lessons. You're my girl. Come on. Help out a fellow wood. <laughs> I need to learn to sing. No. <laughs> so with that said. And actually, listening to that book, she probably would try to probably help me because she seems like a really nice person. She really struggled writing this, writing this book. And I think, you know, listening to her, she used affirmations. She used positive thinking. She surrounded herself with positive people. That's great. And, uh, you know, it's a good example, again, of uh, a wood life, you know, living that kind of high life and really full on. And And she struggled and she talks about it. But yeah, she comes out of it as a stronger person. And I think, like I said, it's not necessarily a memoir, but it's a fun book to read, to listen to. And that's on Audible. Uh, dot com. So we have a deal with Audible. If you go to audibletrial.com backslash whoosh, inspired action. <laughs> you like that, <laughs> right? Makes you laugh whoosh, every time. <laughs> backslash you can sign up and get a free trial, 30 days to go around the site and do whatever you want. And you can definitely listen to this book for free. All right. All right. Thanks. And hopefully we'll have another book for you next week on the Inspired Action Podcast number 28. Woo! So this is 27, Sarah Varelis. Okay. Okay, bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there? We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast, and if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog.